0: Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Onside Punt. It's week two of preseason, and it's getting hot in the room. We're deep into preseason now. People are jostling for positions, spots on rosters. It's joint practice as well. I'm a homie, and as always, I'm joined by Cad. It's been Fight Night. Are you across it? Oh,
1: it has been Fight Night. Every training, like, and I. I've known this has happened in the past and you get to see it in like Hard knock series when they have uh, joint trainings or practices and the teams go head to head. But it seems like everyone's getting a piece at the moment. The start of the week felt like an episode
0: of WWE, a main event. We were were spot fires everywhere. Obviously, obviously it's getting hot in America, (laughs) but it was getting heated on the track as well.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, you say WWE and... uh, I think, was it last week or the week before, we are talking about Kelsey who was taking a few swings at his own players in training camp. He's fresh off uh, doing a couple of WWE fights and everyone else uh, is getting getting into the spirit of things.
0: Well, that's the thing. It's like, and they haven't restricted it to their opponents. It's been, there's been a few in club. There's been a few, like, same team, <laughs> same line. You know, it's been, it's been an interesting watch and, it, and a bit different to what you expect because obviously they're so heavily guarded in the game you don't see these incidents so
1: yeah if you see a fight on field which we did actually this week in the preseason which was uh rare mm. and and fun i guess because you just don't seem like you do in any other kind of code in australia but you know, jets fighting themselves which is great got a good insight that on, on that one on hard knocks cowboys fighting themselves max crosby <laughs> a little bit of beef with uh hair which is I think I don't know a little unfair advantage to Crosby in that bout
0: a bit of a David and Goliath there and then and then we and then we can't forget about the old Vikings and commanders with Mark Andrews body slamming one of the commanders so that was a that that opened up a I did see I think it was Tucker it was a definitely a trend of putting your helmet on before you run into the, yeah. into the into the melee, as we would call it. Uh,
1: well, just Justin Tucker coming through as a kicker is like, I don't know, a rare gem for me that a kicker is like, let's do it, straps his helmet on and yeah. dives right in.
0: <laughs> there, there seemed to be, it almost, I don't know, I probably could reference Hard Knocksley here a little bit, but it almost felt the coaches liked it a little bit.
1: Didn't they? I, I was going to ask you on this as well mm. because they, they all come out and I don't know if this is the party line, it's just you know, yeah. It just shows their intensity. Yeah, we need competition. Mm. Yeah, blah blah blah, and they justify it. But I think even on the sidelines, a few coaches at Hard Knocks, at the Jets camp, who are just like, yeah. To to what end though? Like oh, when do we just say, all right, cut it out? Surely they can't want injuries.
0: Like, mm. a, like I know you know you want you want the boys up and about, but
1: energy, yeah, yeah, fired up. I'm yeah.
0: probably referencing an incident a
1: couple of seasons ago now where Donald swinging his helmet at other players <laughs> oh, oh.
0: <laughs> like we don't want to see it. like that where it really feels like wrestlemania where, where they start yeah. to light up with a helmet but it's like uh, surely they don't want these boys taking it and it shows a little bit of a lack of discipline for me but i did see a couple of references i think this is when when someone goes past the unwritten code. So i think mark andrews was the one i'll reference and he got so apparently he got tripped up and it like the guy pushed him a little like at a
1: it put a little in, nudge after the after the play?
0: Or a little bit more, so before the play ended. So it's actually, they seem to get triggered by the risk of them being injured. So it's like...
1: Oh, if it, if you were dangerous to me, yeah, if you, I'm going to blow up at you. Yeah,
0: so it seems like, I think there might be, a bit, <laughs> kind of like the baseball, there's those unwritten unwritten codes, and oh, I think if I you, you violate yep. them, you, it shit gets... It gets real. Pretty
1: ironic, though. He's like, "Hey, that was really dangerous. I'd like to fight you now. <laughs> I'm gonna body slam you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I, I think it, it's it is a really strange one, but um, it usually comes after an extra effort or whatever. You know, the play's dead, and they got to swap the ball. Like just being annoying, and that's what triggered Kelsey into it. It's just rookies. They're doing their best. They're just trying to get on the team. Uh, hopefully everyone <laughs> calms
0: down. Just too many personalities. Just too many. That's it.
1: That's it. A reminder for everyone that the inaugural Onside Punt Tipping Comp is starting week one. So you got to get your tips in before that. If you are interested in joining, we've got the link in the episode description and the password for signing up is Onside Punt Pod, all one word, lowercase. Again, that's Onside Punt Pod, uh, the grand prize. Which we're very excited to mm. to present Is the choice of the winner's jersey And team uh, from the NFL shop So we'd love to organise that for the winner But you've got to get through Holmy Who um, came second in our basically two-person league last year You know that's where I roll,
0: you know. Yeah, I may get a few <laughs> messages actually. So I've got my orders. There's a Ravens. There's a There's a Vikings. Oh, oh yeah, okay. yeah, so yeah, yeah There's some early. confidence rolling around. So let's see if uh, Let's see if it can be matched in the in the season itself. So got to beat like it to win it, though. So sign up and let's get it Let's get it going. So let's head into the headlines for the week. It's obviously been a bit quieter this week, Cad. Not a lot on the radar.
1: Yeah, we don't have much to really throw in there. You know, there's a lot of articles about, but they're all kind of, I guess, hypothetical or conjecture. But a big piece of news that came out very recently is Jonathan Taylor has been given permission to look for another team for a trade. Um, this coming off Jim Irsay's comments that we covered a few weeks ago. Pretty uh, surprising move, but... I guess uh, Jonathan Taylor had some unexplained absences from training and uh, it's pretty clear why he was just pushing and I guess protesting for this. Now, it is expected that the Colts will want a lot for Taylor and uh, just for some comparison, homie, when the 49ers got McCaffrey from the Panthers, it cost them a second, a third, and a fourth round pick for 2023 plus a fifth round pick for 2024. It's... It's a lot to offer up for this player.
0: I think there's going to be a bit on the table for him, but you're walking in knowing it's an untenable relationship. So like, Mm. like there's a little... He's
1: not really advertised the club. yeah, (laughs) Yeah, there's not a
0: like, there's a... I think they're in a breakup here. So you might, you might get the, you might get the rebound here, but who have we got? Who is looking for a running back at the moment?
1: There's a couple of uh, kind of cleaner matchups that are circulating online. I think one of them that people enjoy and and I'm a fan of is the Dolphins. Oh, yeah. Um, They've got Mostert at the moment and I believe Jeff Wilson Jr. And it's, you know, not a groundbreaking dynamic running back room and and could really use a a leadership or or kind of a key player. Um, I like that one quite a bit. Another one I enjoy is the Bengals. They lost P. Ryan. Um, they only have Joe Mixon, who relates to other news that we can clear up now. Who was just recently found not guilty of a uh, violent kind of traffic violation. Okay. Um, so he he is able to play, but again, not a dynamic running back kind of like Jonathan Taylor is. So those type of teams I, I get excited by. Other people have floated the Bears. Ooh. But, like, you know, if you're a fantasy owner and Jonathan Taylor's your running back and he goes to the Bears where the quarterback yeah, outran yeah. the entire team last yeah, year. Yeah, there'll be some yeah, nervous people
0: on the old fantasy, I'll tell you that much. Oh, yeah. And just but in- I
1: guess another way it could go, though, is Eckler also asked for a trade and no one came ringing. No one came calling. He's a bit older. He's on a different end of the kind of timeline there. But this could just kind of be Jim saying, sure, go out, find it. And... I think it's prob- he can't Jim's probably, Jim's probably
0: a bit smarter at this time to do it because there's probably less salary space left while teams might want him if they've got the room as well.
1: Yeah, and no training with them really before you get into the season. Like it's a slower start. I wonder if the Jets regret taking Dalvin Cook with that cap space they had now.
0: Yeah, I, I would. I think there's a few that are probably thinking, shh, maybe <laughs> we should have held on. It was never going to last this relationship And I'm surprised it's taken this long to get this news But
1: good one to watch for us Yeah, yeah Keep an eye on the headlines for this one Should be interesting I guess in roster updates
0: We've got two that they've said will be starters now Confirmed starters for two teams So we've got Sam Howes Named as the starter for the commanders Okay Exciting for him Interesting Exciting for yeah, him from, Yeah, from from
1: what we were talking about last week When we were like, oh, is there this battle Because, you know, Jacoby Was kind of outplaying Sam last year uh, Last week and they quickly put a, a stop to that and just put Sam embossed in the in the leadership of the team. Yeah, I wonder if they've done this to give him confidence, let him know early so he can prepare. Definitely. And I think that there's a value to naming your starting quarterback earlier than later. When you get to practice, you actually know who you need to give primary reps to and who you need to focus and talk to and and, and lead basically and say, this is our starting QB. We're all directing towards him now. Probably also gives the fan base a bit of a comfort and yep. you know they know which jersey to buy heading into the season that's right yeah,
0: that commanders well they should they shouldn't buy anything at the moment because you still need a name <laughs> change but they <laughs> they know their man now they can get behind him and they can really work on it now
1: certainly the other confirmed
0: starter is anthony richardson who will be the starter for the colts cad not as not, surprising Not a shock really yeah, not <laughs> as surprising <laughs>
1: Yeah, I always thought he was going to be, Um, but that's cool. And uh, I'm sure Colts fans are happy and excited. And it's going to be a long road, 100% a long road. And I will talk about that more when we get down to the Colts game. But yeah, good job, Richardson. Exciting time. So hopefully we'll get to see more of those rookie matchups now with Bryce Young and and CJ Stroud.
0: Exciting for the rookies. Rookie (laughs) movies, that is. Yeah, it's going to be good good watching.
1: And for a very brief uh, period of news, that's over and... I guess we better move on to the games.
0: So let's jump into preseason week two. We kicked off Friday with the Eagles and the Browns. So rookie quarterback Dorian Thompson-Robertson continued his standout preseason. So, Cad, does this mean Deshaun Watson is done? No,
1: it doesn't. Ah. Mean that. <laughs> it's just what you want.
0: <laughs> it's not what I want. I've seen a lot of articles. Though. There was maybe it's public sentiment there's a bit of hype around him it's no more than that okay. but he's he looks like a quality backup now and i think that's going to create some the pressure that Watson needs so let's see yeah
1: d- definitely definitely and uh well it's good for them to have that backup i didn't think i didn't even consider who Brown's backup would be with Deshaun there so definitely yeah. not replacing him but good to see on the other side of the ball i don't believe the eagles uh put out many starters on uh friday
0: they only really had linebacker Nakobe Dean Providing some hope in the middle there As uh, obviously they've lost a few in that world So in good hands there He's going to be a projected starter for the Phillies So Dean, he generated a turnover And looked quite impressive So something there for the Philly Eagles
1: Moving on to Saturday's game As we have the Giants and Panthers Now Daniel Jones and Darren Waller On display early Passes to Hodgins A final TD by Bellinger it, it just looked so easy, homie. Mm. And like, and I think we saw that all this week when a starting QB would come out. Oh. It was just like unfair at times. And yeah, maybe it hypes it up and, and gives them some, some practice reps. But I don't know. It just looked a bit rude. In it, my it looked thing. like
0: child's play at some points. Even Darren Waller did look impressive, though. I did like what he showed. He did. Yeah, he's going to be a good asset for them and good connection with Jones. Yeah,
1: and it, it was able to see with Darren. Um, I think he's a good receiving tight end. And. Anytime they push up their wide receivers, Darren is always crossing through the middle. It's going to kind of shorter middle passes, which uh, is going to kind of add that pressure there. So the defense is really going to have to split their preference on who they're going to protect.
0: On the other side, Panthers offensive line for the second straight week. Let the gates open on poor Bryce Young.
1: Cad, Speaking of child's play, poor young fellow was getting wrecked.
0: He had a much better game, but... They really need to check in and with that O-line and get something happening because they got to look after that boy.
1: Yeah, only able to get off three of uh, six passes, uh, 35 yards, sacked, pressured. Just It's not the showing you want from rookies. You almost want to see, okay, it's week two. Can we just see a little bit of improvement? But mm. if he's getting that kind of protection up front, he's not going to be able to stand out too much. We then rolled on to the Bengals
0: versus the Falcons. The old Atlanta must be getting a bit excited, cat. They've got they've got an exciting young team, Falcons. Mm-hmm. They have got the Atlanta Braves in the baseball going off. The city must be on steroids at the moment.
1: Who's uh, who's Shohei Otani in the NFL? You know they've oh. got like one of the best baseball players of all time. For 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 the Falcons though, I just don't think is Bijan going to be their yeah. Shohei? It has to be right. <laughs> it
0: has to be. They uh they love the boy. And 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 justified too. He had some impressive runs on on, fr- oh, yeah, on Saturday. We
1: got, we got a first kind of look at Bijan and and didn't disappoint. I think if you're a an Atlanta fan, a football fan, or a fantasy owner, you were very stoked to see this debut from uh, Bijan.
0: Yeah, I reckon everyone took a sigh of "That's our man. We've got it here. Good luck, good luck, everyone." Ritter, <laughs> Ritter looked he looked all right. He looked poised. He looked poised.
1: Yeah, he can't be. Yeah, I can't be mad at Ritter. I think you yeah, know it's just going to come with time. He's you know, technically not a rookie of this year, but in his first kind of debut on the field, he's should be kind of held up as much as, you know, Bryce Young and, and CJ Stroud. He's just had that extra year to to cook a little bit behind um uh, behind the starting Q B. Uh
0: defensively for the Falcons. Thank you, Demarco Hallimans. So he's got another pick which allows me to fix up last week. I said he played for the Dolphins. No, he plays for he plays for the Falcons. <laughs> so he's at a really good start. Two picks now in two weeks. He's starting to look like something special for them. So keep an eye on him.
1: Definitely. And I'll uh, certainly mention one of my favourite kickers in the game, Young Hoku, fixed his kicking after a pretty rough start in week one. He's come through and, and made up for it. So everything's back on track. <laughs> <laughs> he did, actually. That was
0: a clutch kick. That was a good one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. On the other side of the fence, the price for Burry just keeps increasing and increasing as mm. their secondaries looked sloppy. It was not good for them, cad.
1: When is that deal going to get done? Are you thinking Oh, week three? Like, what are they doing? I, I don't really understand what they're waiting out for because we always thought it was Herbert's contract or blah, blah, blah's contract. And now he's just kind of sitting in the wings. His calf's healed. Um, And that was in the news. He better than ever and, and feeling happy about that. So that's not a stress anymore.
0: I could only assume it's his manager waiting for the price to go up because it is highlighting a lack of depth there for the Bengals. So... Mm. They, they need him.
1: Moving on to the games we got on Sunday, we'll uh, kick off with what I thought was a, an exciting game. I saw some really exciting stuff here in the Jags versus Lions, homie.
0: It's nice to see. And we also saw Teddy Bridgewater <laughs> rocking the 50, which is, uh, which is something unusual mm. for a quarterback.
1: <laughs> I was mainly just shocked and astounded by Tank Bigsby showing off his footwork. Amazing running on the outside. I feel he ran the same play three times and they, the defense didn't learn. Yeah. But boy, that, that that tank is going. Tank, great name to start with. Uh, yeah, 100%. Tank yeah, Bixby. Tank, yeah. yeah, it's
0: it's good. Like He's been one with flagged and it's good to see him now. He's going to be a player. I'm excited for that one. I think that's going to be great. No real starters for the Jags other than... So it wasn't really... We didn't get to see the full list.
1: But they will be playing their starters against the Dolphins in their final game uh, next week. So that will be very exciting to that, see them. that would be a good game if the play.
0: Dolphins pick up some starters as well. That could be a fun one.
1: Definitely. We did also get to see Stephen Gilmore, the cornerback or deep safety for the Lions, uh, had a touchdown saving deflection. Uh, I didn't know this beforehand, but he is the little brother to Patriots, Stephon Gilmore, who plays the same position. He's an undrafted free agent looking to make the team. And and that deflection is it's the move you've got to do. Um, I'm pretty sure there was a hold on the play when, <laughs> I, when I saw it. Uh, I'm, no, let I'm it no go, remember official. Did, you know, well, yeah, they must have let it go. Hold to get let go all the time. Um, but <laughs> I, that's what I thought I saw. Not taking anything away from him. Um, he followed it up by assisting in an interception as well. My real point here is: you've got one kid named Stephen Gilmore, and you've got the other one named Stephon Gilmore. It's just oh. that's just annoying. <laughs> oh, that's a merger, isn't it? Oh. <laughs>
0: Come on, parents. Help us out a bit. That's, <laughs> that's gonna get us real confusing if they boat me. Oh, yeah. Good luck absolutely. with that one. Good luck with that one. We move on to the Dolphins versus the Texans. And the nervous return of Tua to the field,
1: CAD. Oh, mate, and it was a nervous return. Mm. Um there was a, there was a certain play. Did you see that one?
0: Oh, Sheldon, Sheldon Rankins, where he got smashed by Sheldon.
1: It dropped his head?
0: Yeah, he needs some tackle form.
1: Oh. And on top of this, uh, A-Chain, the running back, injured his shoulder now week to week. But then the quarterback for the Dolphins, Mike White, is now in concussion protocol. Oh, I didn't pick up that one. Is that it? Yeah, so Ooh. in-game apparently. Oh, and. Nice after tours last season and the near miss we just talked about with the Sheldon, it's just spooky. Like it's, it's just so, so it makes me so nervous. We've said it before, but it just freaks me out. And why is he dropping his head into tackles?
0: There's a real nervousness over, over the dolphins at the moment. And it's not based on performance or anything. It's just, can they keep people on the field?
1: Yeah. and It's and like, that goes through fantasy and yeah. projections for their wins. It's just like, Everything is, uh, you know, followed by if Tua stays healthy. Yes. There's so, if Tua stays healthy. There's yeah. a lot
0: of ifs there. And it's like, you don't mm. want that in sport. And it's like, there's a couple of elements there that you can't control as well. But maybe just keep your head up a bit, Tua. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Please.
1: How the Texans go?
0: Uh, rookie quarterback CJ Stroud performance against the Dolphins. Well, it's much better. Much better. Yeah. Yeah. Good to say. Yeah. He's, he's improving. And I liked it. But we did see Will Anderson Jr run straight through one of the Dolphin backs to show us his potential. <laughs> so we'll see. I think he was pick number four, was he, overall? Yep. Yep, yep, amazing. He's a big boy. He's worth mm. a watch. But, yeah, he showed us a glimpse of that potential. So let's see what he can produce.
1: Moving on to the 49ers versus the Broncos, where we got to see the boy return. Purdy took to the field, opening strong and just further buried that debate between Purdy versus Lance. I just it's done. Oh I mean, starting. Uh, uh, it's done. Have you heard? Have you heard? What have I heard? Trey Lance is starting. No, it's not happening. Nah, no, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even. Well I just checked the headlines before we started recording. Don't do that to me. <laughs> it's it's just he played extremely well. Um we saw a great series with Debo uh, receptions from Jawan Jennings IU taking passes and uh, yeah look and then I saw Purdy run into the end zone without any defenders in front of him which speaking as we just did to Tours mm. scared the hell out of me yeah. but but uh, yeah look Purdy looked amazing and uh, I just feel a bit sorry for Trey I don't actually but uh,
0: <laughs> you make your bed you can lay in it um, did you catch Ronnie Bell though?
1: No, tell me about Ronnie Bell.
0: Oh, he's a young rookie, and I think he's—I think we could put him in the starting lineup as well. He looks like something of quality. He got 114 yards uh, receiving. so Wow. Yep, he's definitely one to watch, so I expect him to line up. Um, the long-awaited return, though, of Javonte Williams, Cad. Um, mm. This is big for the Broncos, so he has returned, was missing after week four of last season knee issues. It's excited to see him back because he will be needed.
1: Certainly. And uh, on the Broncos, I don't know what you saw, Dave, but I saw Russell Wilson play one series and uh, I've written here in my notes, nothing insightful here.
0: Oh, his, his press conference is pretty good. But <laughs> <laughs> he speaks, I really like him when he's not playing football. He speaks well, like maybe media, but yeah, nah. That's all we got
1: for... You're tipping him for the next uh, CBS presenter or Oh, I don't
0: know. I don't, you need something. It's hard. Yeah, yeah. Were... it is a
1: preseason. He played one series. It's like, you know, it's like teeing off and playing one, one round, one hole of golf. You know, he's just had one shot at it and no no chance to make up for it. Brutal.
0: Brutal indeed. So let's move on to something that was a bit of fun.
1: Oh, yeah. Bills versus
0: Steelers. This was a cracker, Gad.
1: Yeah, look, uh, a bit one-sided for yes. a lot of it, but very, very exciting.
0: Yeah, I watched this with a bit of a hmm vibe, and by hmm I mean, ooh, are the Steelers building something here. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. they've caught
1: your eye. Yeah, um, I, I've,
0: I've got a bit of hype
1: here. I, I'll always have a soft spot for the Steelers. Um, they're just one of those kind of legacy teams. Um, they haven't been that exciting. I was, I was excited when they replaced Ben Roethlisberger because time had come, mm. and. They got an exciting quarterback in my eyes, and all the special teams, the defense that we just saw in the preseason game. Like I don't know, I can I can see why you're getting on getting on board. Yep until until the first game,
0: uh, Steelers are looking <laughs> good. <laughs> the Bills, on the other hand, did treat it like a practice match. Uh, oh yeah, they forgot the rules. I think uh, penalties everywhere, and uh, it
1: was ugly. It was an ugly game on their side.
0: Yeah, and after so the real Josh Allen played as well. And, uh, okay. Yep. And he was, we were told he was going to try and not run as much and, you know, protect himself from injury. And he just starts going on a wild run and everyone's like, please just get him off the field. Like he's, he's, he's definitely not learning. So, uh, Josh, just stay on the sideline for the rest of the process and police.
1: They're they're just competitive. It's kind of like, you know, when uh F1 drivers are told not to do a fast lap. Oh. But like just conserve your tires. Yeah. And they're going, no, yeah. I want to win it. I've got a
0: shot here. You have literally brought me in because I'm a competitive yeah. beast.
1: I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's practice one. Yeah. Danny Rick, don't do it. He's like, I don't care if yeah. it's a practice it's, game.
0: Yeah, yeah practice. <laughs> We're doing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was a nice highlight cat though. I don't know if you called it Joey Porter Jr. Uh he got he got a touchdown and then ran the ball to his dad, who was in the stands. Uh, oh, that's good. Obviously, father-son connection there from the Steelers, so that was a real good moment there.
1: Very cool. Very cool. And we're moving on to the Bears versus Colts now. Not much from this game. Uh, Gardner Minshew came in to lead the Colts, and coming as a backup from the Eagles, you know we've seen a decent amount of field time from from Gardner Minshew. Seems like a good mentor to Richardson. Now, I had a question for you that kind of came to mind during the game, homie. What do you think on this kind of debate we're seeing now that Richardson's been named the starter? Should you have your rookies sit behind a veteran quarterback, learn something for about a year or two and release them, which was more of the old system? Or do you believe more in what they're doing now and get them on the field, sink or swim situation?
0: I think it's a little bit different based on like what roster you have. The Colts, I don't seem to mind Richardson playing because a little bit different to stroud where he's getting smashed like if you're like young getting, yeah, yeah i think i think, I think yeah. you have to present what's around it to know what's going to work if you can give them enough time in the pocket yeah play him play your rookie quarterback but if you're going to hurt him uh might as well sit behind someone a bit more experienced for a couple of years and let them do the banging yeah.
1: <laughs> while you while you build the rest of the yeah, team yeah yeah just yeah look yeah, it's fair. Like I think it's, as we've said, it's two to three years generally before we start seeing them perform to what people expect, you know, top top drafted rookies mm. to perform at. It's more as well, like I think there's a lot of teams who go, oh, he's not working out. And it's been, you know, one season, their rookie season or their second season and they cut them too early and then they end up riding the bench for a while trying to find a team. If you've got the patience and the plan to build around them, I've got no issue with them going on the field. Yeah, I think but I wonder if they're losing that insight from the vets in front of them. Yeah, you, I
0: feel I feel you need to understand the leap between college and and NFL and I don't from my understanding of college they have one easy game, one you know, they can smash a team every couple of weeks. Yeah. You know, there's some yeah. big score lines. You ain't getting that in the NFL. So every no, week it's is much tighter. <laughs> and 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 unfortunately for some of these rookie quarterbacks they are in that team, <laughs> like yes they re- they're in the <laughs> yeah. team that you want to beat, so it's, yeah that's
1: uh, it that's as we've said, it's like, okay, I think this team's going to be eight and nine, The only real strong win I see is against the colts, yeah, so <laughs> like, we're
0: putting we're putting everything into this moment, like yeah, so I think there's that element as well, so yeah, it's a hard one, but i I believe in a mentorship would be good,
1: anything else you saw from the Colts first bear game,
0: oh. Both teams decided to rest an overwhelming majority of their starters. So I lost it just pretty much from that point. I'm
1: with you there.
0: Continuing on with Sunday games, we had Tampa versus the Jets. Has mm. Tampa Bay settled their quarterback situation? Kyle Trask played nearly the entire game. Is that spelling trouble for Mayfield?
1: Cad, give it to me. What do I think? Oh, okay. I, I don't think it actually spells trouble for Mayfield. I think it's the opposite. Because who didn't play that game? Starters. Oh. My, my thinking is actually not that they go, oh, we're still tossing up between them because we would have seen both of them. If that was really the battle, then... They both would have had some game time. What I'm thinking is they say, Kyle Trask, give him a lot more reps, get him behind the ball. They've made their decision with Baker. It can still be changed. Uh, I believe the coach came out and said, we've got no timetable for announcing our starting quarterback. But in my mind, this points to to then. Anything could happen. Maybe if Kyle Trask has an amazing game, mm. we'll just have to see if we see both of them play in the third and final game. But they're one of those teams going in without a... Starting quarterback.
0: It sparks a intrigue when I didn't see Mayfield on the weekend. I thought, "Ooh, have they locked down on Trask here?" It's like it could be, it could be something. But I think I like your point. I definitely like your point. And that probably leads me into my next one. Then is are the Jets just, just using preseason as a training drill for Zach Wilson? Yes, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just a bit of fun. Yeah, you know, he's come. He's come off the the season being the starting quarterback from the Jets and had to sit in the back seat now to, to Aaron Rodgers up front. And, you know, I watch Hard Knocks and I look between his eyes and smile and I just see a very sad, sad little boy oh. who's just <laughs> putting on the bravest face he can. Um, it's like undoubtedly awesome for him to have this experience and get coached with Aaron if that's not all for the cameras. But you know, I think they're saying, look, you'll get to play every preseason game. Yeah you, can, yeah, you do. <laughs> when,
0: when Aaron Rodgers got that, two-year extension straight away, he must have just sucked in his chair. And just oh, oh, it's oh a, no, I'll be in my fourth It's okay, <laughs> it's okay. He'll retire eventually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do, you reckon they'll, yeah do you reckon they'll roll him out next week, Aaron Rodgers? Do you think he'll come out for something?
1: I, I'm seeing a lot of a pattern with people saying they're putting out their starting team for the third game of the preseason. And I don't know if this is just to get hype Mm. or give them a couple of licks of the ball before the season kicks off in in kind of game time setting. It'll be for one series of plays. Yeah, the majority. Maybe. The majority seems one series, so let's hope. But also, like, Aaron Rodgers doesn't need it. Like he's of all the quarterbacks in the league, he doesn't need another rep.
0: (laughs) If anything, (laughs) he needs less reps. He's just, uh, (laughs) he's just save it for the game.
1: That's it. That's it. Moving on to New England Patriots versus the Green Bay Packers. Now, Jordan Love had some big showings, passes to dubs, touchdown to Reed, and that was just like this beautiful bullet pass. He had all the time in the world behind the O line. Uh, and the question I think everyone's asking is, have the Packers done it again? Have they got themselves a legacy quarterback from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love? Hold me. Oh,
0: they're selling it. They're absolutely <laughs> selling it. <laughs> they're, they're trying, it. <laughs> aren't they? <laughs> it's definitely way too early to call. hundred oh, percent. Yeah. 100%, yeah. They're, they're looking good. They're looking good. Like, Yeah. it was a, yeah. This was an enjoyable game. Um it was it was interesting. there was a bit of there's a bit happening on both sides of the fence, but obviously it was overshadowed at the end. Mm. Uh, we saw quarterback Isaiah Bolden uh, absorbed a hit from his teammate leaving him immobilized on the field. This was in the fourth quarter, 10 minutes to go. They've actually ended up deciding to call the match at this point. Pretty scary there. I think we had uh, triggers back to last season uh, initially. Yeah, some flashbacks with yeah, Demar Hamlin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but obviously, his latest reports is he's well in hospital or coming out of hospital. But reports are he's doing well. So
1: um, feels all all of his extremities again. Yeah. He can move. Yeah, very very positive. Um, I was watching this game and and I watched this after hearing the news. And I don't know if that was just in the front of my mind, uh, and I d- wasn't even sure when it was going to happen during the game. But the Pats were putting on bigger and mm. bigger hits against the Packers, and all culminated. But the ones that I was really seeing were exactly in the incident with uh, Isaiah, where they were putting massive hits on after the catch had been received. Yep. So whenever a receiver was, it was. And but they, like I thought, it looked dominant and probably a bit too late, but very dominant until this happened, um, which was scary, but it is a reminder. It, it is a, a dangerous sport. It is a contact sport. Yeah, it, um, it definitely... As much did. as we love big hits.
0: Yeah, it definitely brought it to our attention again that this is... It might be preseason, but it's still real hits. So,
1: Look, well, great news that he's, he's up and mobile again. Um, and, you know, we'll keep an eye on that and see how his recovery goes.
0: Getting across to the Titans versus the Vikings, uh, Q, QB Milik Willis... Got to start and play the whole game for the Titans, so old Mayo Boy that surely slows his chance with a lower body injury that he received at training on Thursday.
1: I, I think so. I think that's locked in with Malik Willis. Um look, it's very early for for Mayo Boy, uh Will Levis, so we'll see how he kind of fixes up. He, you know, he's got he's got a long time.
0: Yeah, and our eyes quickly turned anyway to the running backs of this game.
1: Oh, oh. wasn't it a running back showdown? Oh, it was great.
0: <laughs> TJ Spears. Uh so it is a little hurdle. A little hurdle. I always love a good hurdle. Yeah, yeah, that
1: was that was the opening thing I saw. Yeah. <laughs> this little leap. It was great.
0: And then we also saw a second year Julius Chestnut. Good name there. Little Chestnut. Little Chestnut. Yeah, I like that one. Yes, yeah, so yeah. he ran for ninety eight yards, so he was quite good as well. So a couple of nice little moments there for the running backs.
1: I saw uh Mullins, though, the backup quarterback for the Vikings was getting absolutely slammed without protection from the front and it was just really rough to watch.
0: Yeah, because the Vikings rolled their entire second offensive line out, as we could tell. Uh, it was not <laughs> good viewing. Uh, may have shown some gaps in their depth, for sure.
1: Following on with the Chiefs versus the Cardinals. Now, homie, what did you see here today?
0: Oh, well... Injured Kadarius Tony looks far from everyone's mind as uh, mm-hmm. little old Patrick Mahomes rolled out and showcased all their wide receiver starters. It was a it was a lovely little show. And um, I guess we can't also forget the introduction of Rashi Rice, uh, who caught for 96 yards and looks to be a
1: player. I think it's a bit rude of the Chiefs to put Mahomes out against Cardinals rookies uh, and their second tier defense. But... I had to know when he went off, like the quarterback party continued for the Chiefs. So, I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce this. Bucele threw 10 passes for 100% completion, plus 20 yards of running and a touchdown. Blaine Gabbett completed 7 of 8 passes for 120 yards and 2 TDs. And even Oladokun, who I've never heard of before, he's the fourth stringer for the Chiefs, threw 5 of 6 yards for 63 yards. So a big party for the QB room of the Chiefs. Who <laughs> so I think in total, I think they passed in total, oh, well over three hundred and sixty yards, and the Cardinals I think managed about like I don't know less than two hundred. Well,
0: uh, I might have been premature last week because I said the Cardinals were a bit of fun, but geez, interest fades quickly when they're against a better teammate. <laughs> so I, uh, I know they're trialing things, but that was a day out for, for the Chiefs.
1: Yeah, I, I hadn't noted um, Smith-Marset before uh, for the Chiefs, but uh, he took some great catches and, I don't know, my first little favourite, ended it with a cheeky little front flip into Ooh, the end zone for a touchdown. I do,
0: like a, which is... a front flip is an impressive thing, isn't it?
1: Uh, oh, it's so good. Anytime they do it in the end zone and land on their feet, my favourite.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the Raiders versus LA Rams. Jimmy Garoppolo made his debut. No, not, Jimmy G. Jimmy G with a nice... <laughs> Four for four, passing, spreading the ball, you know, he looks sharp. Uh it doesn't get much <laughs> doesn't get much easier when you're kicking off against the Rams though, does it?
1: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah. they might And have, also four for four. Come on. Yeah, geez. he
0: could have could have at least thrown a pick or something, but uh Yeah,
1: I know. Give me what I want. Yeah, the
0: Rams really showed no serious pressure and they <laughs> they must be getting a bit nervous as the as we get closer to this season,
1: now, I was thinking about this watching the Raiders, and uh, I think it's Bolden, the running back for them, must just be putting extra pressure on himself to perform because Josh Jacobs, as of now, is still not returned to training or any games to the Raiders, and the uh, outstanding contract is there. He did get a TD, though, so he must be very happy about that. I always
0: love watching McVeigh, the coach on the sidelines. He's like a little kid watching his heroes play. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. He really is. Honestly, yeah. He's just—he gets so excited. And he was on the on the broadcast when uh, one of the boys took it for, I think, to the end zone, and he gets so excited. And they say, oh, "I'm sure you want to be out there." He goes, "Yeah, story of my life. I want to go celebrate with them, but they don't let me." And he's uh, he's reportedly said he's thought of hiring a specific staff member to restrain him from running onto the field because oh. he keeps getting in too much trouble with the refs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there's a few that got on the field on the weekend actually. I, yeah, yeah, I assume, they get kicked. Yeah, you? A, I think they got in a bit of trouble. I think they've asked them to stop it. So yes. uh, probably the only highlight for the old uh Rams was my boy Bennett but his first rushing T D. Okay.
1: Yeah, sold a fake oh. to, to get in there. It looked very good. And uh, I think he had 10 rushing TDs in his last season with college. So, might be a little uh, favorite of his. Might be a bit different when he uh, does it in the real NFL. <laughs> he <get> a <laughs> yeah, shock. Okay. You probably but, don't want to uh, head out there <laughs> too confidently, no. do you? No, but, uh, you know, footwork from a young QB is what everyone's looking for at the moment. So, pretty exciting for Stetson. So the last of Sunday's games, we have Dallas Cowboys versus the Seattle Seahawks. And it was just a banger of a game.
0: Yeah, we got to see some of uh, the good players too. So some of the rookies were on show. Uh, obviously, my favorite was Jackson Smith and So he started against <laughs> Dallas and caught three catches. We had Geno Smith throwing to him as well, so... Uh,
1: yeah yeah. absolutely and Bobo yeah I love I love I just love the name Bobo he's uh he he played exceptionally well
0: they're saying that he's going to make the roster they're they're hoping that he'll make the roster so I hope Bobo is on the team
1: (laughs) it was crazy to me switching on the Seahawks game and already hearing that patented roar of their fans in the loudest stadium in America effectively for just a preseason game but Good reason for it. They should be super excited. Um, Zach Charbonnet had an amazing run. He was only on briefly. Just excites me so much to see him play. I think he's going to be something. I really, really just want to see him in the NFL and just in the regular season put to the test. On the Cowboy side, Cooper Rush, great passing and juice, Ooh, juice Vaughn. Another few highlights. Great performance. Yeah, yeah. looked good. He's uh, definitely making some noise in uh, in Cowboys camp and. uh it all ended in a block punt, which is always a great effort on special teams. It Just is enjoy good. enjoy seeing those. It is a, yeah. it's
0: a it's a special thing to see that special teams. You know,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I liked it a lot. It's a bit crazy.
0: <laughs> all right, I guess we'll move into Monday game, shall we, Cad? With the L kicked it off with the Chargers versus the Saints.
1: Usually a great way to start a Monday. Oh,
0: I wish I had taken work I off. I said usually.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it feels feels like uh, wrong that I mentioned the Chargers' score last week and not this week. We did unfortunately lose. Not that it matters in preseason anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we
0: tow the line. Preseason doesn't matter, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. not this, not this <laughs> yeah, week. <laughs> yeah, everywhere else it did, but not this game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Eastern Stick, uh, the backup quarter, backup quarterback for the Chargers, had a rough go of it. Drop snap. That was recovered for a t- touchdown, an intercept, average passing. Um, he did make up for it a bit. He did run two in for a t- touchdown, but I'm assuming he was just a bit too scared to pass. <laughs> 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 Earlier. Yeah, hold it, hold it. Yeah, yeah <laughs> just hold it. Look, I, I didn't see much exciting for the Chargers. Um, we did see Quentin Johnson in there for a brief moment, but not too much there uh, to get all excited about. I saw Jameis Winston, on the other hand, backup quarterback for the Saints. Had a real highlight reel of, of deep mm, passing good. and very strong backup for Carr.
0: Yeah, I think it was it was actually quite impressive. Um, mm. hadn't heard much of him before this game, so I thought he was good. And
1: obviously, he's been he's been around for a little bit. Yeah, he lingers around the league. Yeah,
0: yeah. But I, I was I was most excited about Kendra Miller. I thought he obviously we got the absence of Kamara at the start of the season. I think he's putting in he's putting his hand up for that those first three games. I think. Dad.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's got to make an impression in those first three games pairing up with uh, Jamal Williams. So I don't know, it's a good opportunity. He's actually he's a rookie that actually has a window. So. Yeah, he's a,
0: he's a power too. He's power. So he even took a couple of good receptions. So um, I think they're probably are progressing him faster than he's expecting.
1: Finally, culminating for Tuesday's game, the Commanders versus the Baltimore Ravens. Now this was a super super fun game, not what I expected for a preseason matchup between the Commanders and the Ravens. Oh, um, but we saw a lot.
0: Oh, what a great game! And the streak <laughs> is over.
1: Yes, oh, the streak is over. Sorry, Tell everyone spoiler, about the spoiler,
0: spoiler. Tell everyone. Yeah, so the Ravens have been on a, I believe it's twenty four game winning streak in preseason. Like,
1: so weird. Who it's cares? Such a weird record. <laughs>
0: But it's like, you don't want a winning streak in preseason, right? Like I think they, they should be stoked that they've lost this game because that is a stupid record for them to have.
1: I just want to know why. Like, you know, once they got a little bit of a streak going, they're like, all right, we're actually going to chuck a bit more starters on mm. in preseason just so we can keep this ridiculous record going. It's odd. Yeah. It's it's an odd one. I'm glad it's over. I guess we better get into some details of the match, Ken. Yes, true. Yes. Um, So, exciting news for the Ravens. Uh, Zay Flowers opened the game up with what looked like a very effortless touchdown. Um, I say easy and Mm. effortless because Washington barely playing defense on that specific play, um, showed great footwork and uh, skipped and hopped over to get into the end zone. Uh, but it did come to fight night on the Boy. field. This is the game that we were talking about earlier. So yellow laundry is flying from the refs. <laughs> Commander scored a touchdown <laughs> and a pile of bodies in the end zone. One of the O-liners just comes out of nowhere and just steamrolls one of the Ravens Love it. players Love it. For, for no reason at all. And okay, all the boys get up, they start getting into a fight. But the best part about it wasn't the fight. But just in the bottom right hand side of your screen, you just see uh, Sam Cosme, who's just decided to do a little gritty. Just all in his oh own. yes, he's like, yes. He's just doing a little <laughs> dance. Yeah.
0: He's broken the internet, I think, too. So he's. Yeah. Like, oh. It's so <laughs> funny. It it looks odd because you're sort of you're seeing you see the two together and you're like, what's going on? Like uh, uh, yeah, yeah. what
1: inspired him to do that? Cause everyone's in I a bunch like and then he's just on his own, just like time to celebrate. I reckon I'd
0: be with Sam too. Cause it's like, uh, you know, we all love a good ballet, but there's just a waste of energy. Like I'd be over. Oh yeah, yeah, I'll be having a, gr- I'd be doing a gritty as well. Just helping out Sam. Oh, as a little dance, a dance <laughs> off would have been a better way to solve it too. I reckon.
1: Absolutely. Maybe we should bring those in. Um, Two touchdowns from Vokalek, who is this big tight end from the Ravens. Uh, he'd probably be the backup to Mark Andrews, who is already a great receiving tight end. But like Vokalek, he's I think he's like six five, oh, and you could it, really yeah. see the difference when he was coming across the top to take these touchdowns, and the defenders around him just looked tiny. He had at least like a half a meter of reach on them. Um, but very exciting to see for the Ravens that they've got another dominant, possibly dominant. Tight end coming through, which is, as we know, pretty rare to get.
0: So commanders must be excited. They ended this streak, but how did they do it, Cad?
1: Well, they did a little bit of a a clutch comeback. They were below in the last quarter. Um, and there was a field goal, few extra plays. Uh one of my favorite ones was Patterson, uh wide receiver for the commanders. Caught pass, made 12 yards after the catch, used his feet barreled into the end zone. It just looked excellent um, and saved the day for them. And uh, they all finished it off with the Ravens just getting desperate, making silly plays. <laughs> and they were just, I don't know, the coach was just clawing for them to, to keep his streak alive. But the uh, commanders did well and uh, actually looked exciting, which is, is a rare, rare thing for them.
0: For the first time, I saw the commanders happy. Like, it was it was <laughs> bliss out there. They have never seen it.
1: That's a wrap of the preseason week two. Homie, any key takeaways from that?
0: Uh, week two isn't as good as week one. We obviously. Seeing
1: less and less starters yeah, as we thought.
0: Yeah, there's obviously a little bit of different vibe. I think there's a lot more connections this week, more combinations. So not as exciting in the games, but there's still a lot to take out of it. What about you, Cad?
1: I think we saw a lot from the running backs, as we noted. Yeah, good. It was just yeah. seemingly a running back week um, and some really exciting people that are coming through to to come and oust these, uh, these old running backs who keep complaining <laughs> about their contracts. <laughs> the whiny, whiny boys. Um, but no, beyond that, um, some very ex- exciting things to see from the rookies. And uh, week three, apparently, and hopefully if we're seeing more starters. So even briefly, getting that... Little bit closer Ooh, to the regular season. It's getting
0: close, Cat. It's getting real close. <laughs> Ooh, you, can it. It. <laughs> you can always taste it. You can always taste it.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of Onside Punts. Remember, whether you're a diehard fan or just getting started on your journey, we've got you covered. Remember to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram at onside punt. Thanks so much for a great episode, homie. Thanks, Cut. See you next time. Side. that's a wrap Rap city bitch <laughs> <I can't remember. laughs> it's the same record I've tried to <laughs>